Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Happy Haven Podcast. As always, it's me, Gnarly Canary, and with me today is... Uh, I am Tim Morris, the creative director of Raw Blank Productions. Woohoo! So, what is Raw Blank Productions for people who may not know? Well, basically, we're a multimedia upstart, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, basically, we've been... Our primary project we've been working on is we'll be working on a graphic novel that includes an audio component... Um, called Column, and that's a, a live Kickstarter right now. It's got about 57 hours left if uh, people would like to get their, their hands on that early. Uh, that would be awesome. Um, but uh, I guess by the time this runs, who knows uh, how much time it's got left. But uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's all right. There you go. So, um, but yeah, that's that's what we done. We did. We basically created a graphic novel that has an audio component with professional voice actors, and it's basically to add to character immersion. Um, it's full color. It's ninety one pages. Uh, it's gotten really, really good reviews so far from people who've read it. It's fun. It's kind of in a pseudo manga style, but it's uh, not uh, super weebish if that's what uh, people are worried about. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's just designed to be a lot of fun, and it's designed to kind of fill the gap of a lot of what's been uh, missing in the uh, industry, which is just you know action, actual comedy, and um, fun, high, high adventure, fun, exactly. <laughs> right. fun, that important F- fun word. and Im- fun and immersive, memorable characters, and new characters too, new female characters rather than you know uh, just recasting uh, name your favorite superhero as a different you know right person (laughs) i love adding that audio component though so like was that always was it was that That, always part of it or is that that was that that was always uh basically this this stemmed from essentially what was originally a light novel that we've been working on and we thought what's a way to put a spin on it to uh, add that little extra level of immersion so we came up with this audio component idea and as it evolved into a graphic novel we never dumped it and um we ended up work. Basically, we got the opportunity to work with really, really, really good people from uh, Funimation. Essentially, not not that the company has nothing to do with it, but the, the actors are largely from Funimation. Oh wow! And, uh, they were extremely, extremely good and extremely kind of enthusiastic about the project. So we said, "All right, we'll we'll do it. We'll we'll keep that we'll keep that idea going." And we got ourselves, a, you know, really, really good, um, basically, really good uh, character audio logs to give, add to the immersion. And uh, th- those will come with the book, but there's also, if you go to the website, we had second ones done that were like weblogs, which are like uh, shorter little character introductions. Uh, some of them were kind of themed like, oh, you just met the character, uh, the Chinese characters. It's as if they were like sending a report back home uh, to their high command, and that's sort, sort of what they're doing. Um, but basically, you get that little extra level of meet the character, hear them in your head, and then uh, that sh- we hope that'll kind of add to the experience overall and make uh, make people a little more connected. So that's uh, that's what we did. Well, we hope people people have been pretty enthusiastic about it. Some people who are kind of more uh, old school comic wise, or they don't really get the audio stuff. But uh, we no, I kinda... think it's cool. And I, yeah, I mean, I've been I mean, a comic book guy it, since it, like. I was five, and I think that's a really cool component to put in. Well, well, thank you. I mean, it's it, it's been it's been kind of a split. Some people, it, it's 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 sort of not really their thing, and other people, they're super excited about it because we think it's we think it's pretty innovative. I mean, no, nobody's thought to try that. It's um, I mean, it is an extra expense. Um, it, you know, it's not, not like it was cheap to get done, but you know, we were like, you know, let's let's. What if there was an audio vignette that came with, uh, you know, your favorite graphic novel, and 
and you got to know the characters a little better and we think a lot of people would probably be interested in that so that we're trying it out we're going to be the first ones to do it at least in the west yeah i mean like you know i mean comics have been pretty formulaic for a long time and i still love them but i'm i've always you know been supportive of trying something new especially if it takes it in a cooler direction that it hasn't been taken before so you know anything that helps with immersion or even just adds to the level of entertainment you get out of something that you're going to invest your time and money in that that's always a plus if it works and it works you know i mean i've you know you you sent me some stuff beforehand and i i, I was going to let you talk about it because it's your project but i mean i really dug what i read and i think the audio component works for it and i really liked it yeah no no please i'm uh, if uh i somebody else it always ends up explaining it better than me because since i'm the writer i kind of take away different things i'm more <laughs> of like oh and this is technically how we did it but like really what matters is the reader and how they connect to the characters and and it's it's about the reader that that's that's what it's about so i'd, I'd be very interested in hearing your take i mean it was very fresh airish um to be quite honest um it was fun to read something that wasn't completely politically charged it was fun to read something that was like a an original story that made me laugh when it meant to and the art was really cool looking and it was just it, it was a nice breather i guess is the way i could put it it was a good change of pace from what a lot of the comic industry is right now and i think a lot of people are actually looking for that i was definitely encouraged when i read it that i think a lot of people are going to like it honestly i i am glad to hear that yeah i mean we've been getting really really positive reception from the people we've sent it to so far and, and that's that's kind of that's kind of what we've been hearing. We're like, oh, look, something not politically charged, something not, um, something designed to actually be fun and entertain the reader. And it, that sounds like such a trivial thing, but the fact that people are kind of stretching for that and looking for that now kind of shows you the kind of state the industry is in at the moment. Right. So I mean, that, I mean, that's why I know we're, I know our scheduling got screwed up last week, but that's why I, I you know, when when you guys reached out, um, I jumped on immediately inviting you guys on because i'm always looking to help and encourage and because i enjoy it myself you know uh indie books and indie ideas that kind of challenge what's going on in the industry because you know <clears throat> i had somebody else on we were talking about even though the movies are making 11 trillion dollars a day um the comics mm -hmm. industry itself is actually staling out pretty bad yeah they're they're, they're bleeding and and, it, and, and they need innovation like like what studios like you are bringing to, to really keep it alive honestly uh we we hope so we hope we can i mean i'm i'm fairly new to the comic scene in all, all honesty um but we're really glad to hear that people are enthusiastic about us kind of contributing to it in a positive way uh with innovation which you know hopefully will mean you know more sales and just 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 a better industry overall right so, so you say you're 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 new to comics. Did you write before this, or was this your first? I, I've, I've always been a writer. Um, okay. I did, I did a lot of screen writing and shit in college. Um, un unfortunately, not not quite published. Um, it's it's really tough when you're a writer because uh, nobody wants your ideas. <laughs> right. And uh, you have to you have to finish stuff. And and I, you know, tons and tons of notebooks just stacked high of you know. Effect, effectively unpublished projects and this one finally we were like you know what um 
we're done uh, working for uh, projects with for other people that uh, end up collapsing all the time. So uh, with this is this is our first venture. Uh, my uh, my best friend Mike and I basically we create the company, and I'm the writer. He's the guy who's handling audio editing. Oh, there's some original music too that's being added. Nice. So there you go. Um, and he's he's handling that, and he's been just great support. So. You know. See, I like that because I mean. With, with, with this, it now opens the door for maybe some of those notebooks to come off the shelf and enter the same medium that you're working on. You know, I mean, stuff that maybe, I mean, one of my last guests was the um, the team behind Wolverton, mm-hmm. um, the Wolverton comic, which is absolutely phenomenal as well. And it's completely, it's, it's they hired an artist and it was two screenwriters, uh, pitched a movie and were told that it needed to be a successful comic book first. So instead of abandoning the project, they said fine and turned it into a comic book. So, I mean, I'm, I'm running into a lot of that, a lot of talented writers, um, you know. It, it's kind of funny that um, the story is basically if it can't be a game, it becomes a screenplay. If it can't become a screenplay, it becomes a comic book. And uh, I actually I, – I've been at every part of that chain because I went to school focusing on game design and just oh, wow. one, one collapsed project after another led me to focus more on screenplay, and then that didn't go anywhere, and now here I am, right? But I've actually finished something, so there's, <laughs> there's and, the, and, and that's still better than 90% of the other people who were in your position when you decided to try this book. Yeah, that's – You know I what mean, I mean? Like, yeah, I, I can pat myself on the back for actually finishing, and that's right. that's there, that's a good thing. I guess. And follow through are rare when you're trying to be a content creator. That's that deserves kudos in and of itself, and it's pretty cool that you were able to do that. You know, yeah. if you think about it. Definitely. So, I mean, have you always? I mean, did did you read comics as a kid, or was it just that that when, was the avenue you were able to find? Well, um, when I, when I was a kid, I definitely I definitely did, but um, I read a lot of like Star Wars graphic novels. Oh yeah, and, me too. Uh, I I probably was looking at them before I was able to read and really understand them. Yep. So I always just it was more of a visual thing for me. Um, and I and I basically I have um, this is this is gonna sound convoluted because it kind of is. I have mild dyslexia essentially, so I always scored really low on. Um, my English uh, standardized test. So what they did was right. they always put me in the lower English. Um, and I was basically my highest scores were math. Um, so I never really got exposed to storytelling and creative writing and, and whatnot. Um, and I did it when I could, but it was never um, because, you know, grammar is super important and spelling. Uh, it, it was always a struggle. And right. basically I kind of had avoided writing uh, up until – where I did a lot of stuff on my own because I was like, oh, I'll do game design. And I didn't realize that basically I was building I was building all the skills I needed to be a writer um, until I got into college and I took a creative writing course um, just basically on my own accord. And it, I really, really took off. And I had basically um, – I was able to overcome um, – I hate saying like it's like a disability, but it's 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 what it is. No, it's, it's I, a, yeah, it's I know a, what you're talking it's about. It's a strong inconvenience. It's a strong incentive, especially when you're younger. Uh, it pushes you away from that stuff. It's very frustrating, especially when everyone else around you is doing really really well, right. and uh, and you're just you're just a kid and it's and you're having trouble reading. So it's 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 a challenge. But now that I'm older and I've kind of understand what's going on, um, I was able to basically. Force my way on my nephew. <laughs> um, oh no! People have real lives. <laughs> it's it's fun. My my my, uh, my youngest is loudly digging through a um, 
a box of dolls that somehow magically found its way into our bedroom. Ah, yeah. While you're The good old carry the box and place it in front of you, then go through it. Because they want to watch you. (laughs) They want you to watch them doing it. But I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, when I was in school, um, I got tested for ADD, like, I think two or three years in a row. And each time it came back and they were like, no, he doesn't have it. Mm -hmm. No, he doesn't have it. And then finally one of them was like, He's bored. Put him in tougher classes. So that, they they did the same thing to me when I was in uh um what was it like first and second grade? Right. Well, well, well that's that's before they had that beautiful toxic masculinity term to blame men for all the troubles of the world. You know, it was just oh he's got ADD. Let's medicate him. So like yeah, for you to oh well, the, the, the kid's rowdy. Well, maybe he's not being simulated properly. No, no, no. Pump him with meds. That's that's right? the solution. I yeah. think me and you are probably from the same generation, and I remember. As a little kid, never hearing the word Ritalin, and then by the time I got out of high school, like ninety percent of the people I knew were on it. Yeah, and yep. you're like, it was it was the most common thing. What is happening? Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I you know, I was gonna say, you know, you talking about what you had to overcome. It's so indicative of like, well, my, my the, parents were the really good at the school system. You know, like, oh, he yeah. scored low, he scored low on a standardized test, which is ironic because that's actually what my youngest is doing this week. So mm-hmm. we'll, you know, we'll, we'll slot him to what we think accordingly is his level. And, yeah, you know, was... you're struggling with reading and, and writing words because you have dyslexia, but you're really good at math, which, you know, most people who aren't smart are really good at math. He mm-hmm. said, yeah, he said sarcastically, you know, like, <laughs> I, I hate that. Like, what box can we put you in? We're going to put you in this box, and this is what you are, so don't ever really try to break out of it. And now here you are, you know, on a podcast because you've accomplished writing a comic book. Uh, well, that that's what's so funny is that, like, you know, <laughs> in, in particularly, you know, middle school, grade school, they, they, English, oh, well, he's, 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 he's struggling with that. He's never going to – I mean, that's obviously not a skill that he's going to be <laughs> doing anything with. But, like, here, I don't know if – I don't know if maybe it's the – intrigue of it but storytelling was just kind of what i was ended up being called to do so here here i am right just have it and and we need you know i mean because not everybody's gonna find a religion or you know go to church but people still need stories to have some sort of societal connection if they can't find it in a different facet so i mean storytellers are needed that's why storytellers have been around since before the written word you know it's an integral part of any society it's and, well it's it's very much part of built into human condition yeah historians and storytellers are extremely important to any society and they've always been there for a reason you know yeah but just because the but, mediums uh, changed you know i mean ugg used to draw on a cave wall and now we have guys who can draw by hand some of the most photorealistic or fun images and writers that can tell really cool stories to go along with it i mean i i've been fascinated with comic books since i was a kid i think because of that Um, well the the, you know the major one major advancement was the written language and now we have you know i i think the what we're taking advantage of is just the ability to network with people and tell stories in ways we could never have done before like for instance this whole audio thing this couldn't have been done 10 years ago because the people we worked with were in texas and new york city and like those are the people we needed to get the basically the professional voice actors to actually do the 
you know, backers to, to do the quality work we needed. And we couldn't have done that, that you know, 10, 15 years ago. It just, was, it just would have been impossible. We've been using things like Dropbox. My artist is on the other side of Philadelphia, so I don't have to drive there every day or to, to meet him. And then the uh, letterer is, is in Ohio. You know, and our colorist was was uh, our previous colorist was was up in uh, Rhode Island, and like we couldn't have possibly have done that 15 years ago, and it's it's been such a you know it's like the fact we can means that I felt like we we should try something that's innovative that takes full advantage of um, the technology we now have at our disposal. Oh yeah, I mean the in, the almost instant transference of data has changed a lot of things dramatically i mean you know i mean i work a 40 hour a week job and i you know i'm just a regular guy but you know here i am sitting on a laptop you know talking to you and talking about the state of the comic book industry because nowadays you know any joe blow schlub can pay 15 bucks a month to to soundcloud or whatever it gives them unlimited minutes for their downloading and, and they can start a show and then help you get the word out on a project that i may never have even heard about without yeah the current, you know yeah. The, the interconnectivity of where technology it's, is right it's now it's it's i think things are not as vertical as they used to be yeah you used to have to you used to you know you you basically stepped up to different audiences of broadcasting now it's like you start off broadcasting to everyone immediately and it's just a matter of the you have to laterally network, and that's that's a completely different animal than uh, what it used to be. I mean, just the fact that you can you can record a show without an engineer, you know, and do it yourself like that that, that would have been unheard of even even twenty years ago. Like, no, not not possible, right? Oh yeah, but I mean, like, I'm, you know, I was thinking like with your audio component. I mean, I remember when when I was younger, you know, once in a while they'd put an audio component to a kid's book, but if you didn't have a record player. You know, he came sure. with this little yeah. 45 or, you know, I, oh, my well, God. Well, I, now, well, now you download the digital version and you can, with that same device, your iPad or whatever the hell you're using, you can play the audio. It's not a big deal. And it's, see, and that's what accessible. I mean is, is you guys can avoid, you guys can do an audio component as an innovation and then avoid the expense of either putting it on a disc, a cassette, or a record and incurring the yeah. additional cost. Well, our initial thought was to put it on a USB drive, and that just ended up being so damn expensive. <laughs> we right. Like, but, but, eh, we better pass. But, but, but now it's like, oh, we do download now, so there you go. Exactly, like you said, because it can all digitally go, you know, in, in the same transaction, and it'd be completely digital. That mm-hmm. whole cost expense is no longer incurred, which allowed you to go forward with the project you know, without either having to abandon it or shed a component you wanted to put in it. You didn't have to mm-hmm. trim any of your creativity off because our ability to send data and our ability to communicate so freely now, it's, it's kind of cool. Cause I mean, yeah, I think, yeah. I, think I, I guarantee you my mom still has it in a basement box somewhere. Cause last time I was home in Massachusetts, uh, almost 10 years ago now, mm-hmm. um, I found my Jackalman Thundercats toy in their basement. Um, but I'm pretty sure she has this red tape with a yellow sticker on it that went with my Cowboy Mickey book. And it was a cassette that had a bunch of like original songs on it that went with the book. Like, I just think it's a cool, it's cool that you're doing that because when I was little, when you got the book that came with either a cassette or a record, that book meant something. It was really cool. Because you yeah, had the hardcover and the plastic shell over it and all that stuff. Yeah, but but it also came with something you could listen to. Like I had a He-Man one 
that had the entire book with sound and everything recorded to go along with, cool. with the book. Yeah, while you read it. And I, I, was, I, I, I wish we had had the budget to have the whole thing be like like an audiobook. Um, but it just like basically we probably could have gotten that done with the voices, but like in terms of like getting sound effects and stuff, it, it wasn't gonna sound right and we're like, you know what? We're a two man team, let's 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 just do what we can do well and not overdo it, you know. Right. But I mean what what you've done, you've done well and there's no saying further down the road as this project gains popularity and people start buying it and start really liking it, that you couldn't either start another campaign or just generate enough capital with this project and maybe a few others that come after it that it's not something you couldn't revisit or oh yeah no i'm all all about that yeah or do or another project coming up where you have a name for yourself and people know that they can they can trust the quality of the work where you could do it with another project and you know fully you know have a full foley track going behind behind you know the characters voicing their parts i mean it's it's doable and I, yeah. think, I, I do think that, you know, this project being from what I got to re- I got to read the book and you sent me some of the audio samples. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely think it'll catch on because uh, I really dug I'm, it. I'm glad I've, to hear that. We I've read so. comics for well, I mean, I've read comics forever and I, I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it very much. And I think people will, too, because I think they're looking for. I think a, a lot of people are getting burned out on mainstream comics and I'm not just picking on the big two. I just, mm-hmm. you know, comics in general and something new comes along that's actually fun. And I think that's what people are looking for. And when they find it in projects like yours, it's definitely ends up getting spread word to mouth and more and more people, you know, get exposed to it and get into it. And I definitely see that being a very high, high probability with, with, you know, we, 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 we certainly hope so. Cause, cause the biggest challenge that we've had, which I, I, I just say the one challenge I don't think we met was was really marketing effectively. It's been it's been really really hard to get it in front of people. The people who see it really like it, but uh, you know we we for instance like we bought Facebook ads and uh, really towards the beginning of our campaign we had one conversion from Facebook, and that might have been even like a friend. <laughs> so I have no idea. Right. And and it basically we were like oh we're we're gonna you know how hard could it be to put it in front of a couple thousand people and. Obviously, it's way, way, way harder than we had been told it was. So that that's been the challenge. Um, I mean, you see some people with like huge audiences already. Like Jawbreakers is doing amazing, and he's but he's got you know <coughs> he has probably a pre-existing gigantic audience who are super loyal, and that's been amazing. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna break a hundred thousand. Well, that's probably today um, or tomorrow. It's funny you say that. I had John Malin on a couple months ago, and. Yeah. It's one of my highest listened to episodes ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he kind of has a, he has an, he has an established base for going against the establishment. Yeah, I mean, um, in, that in episode some ways was they were fire, man. He he yeah. he was going <laughs> nuts. <laughs> I mean, it was a fun episode to do, but yeah, that dude was cutting swaths. Yeah, with his words on that. So well, yeah, in, I'm not in some in some ways they're gifted with being in the center of the drama and also being in the right. And that, you know, that draws eyeballs and then that draws, you know, it's, it's like, you know, the rich get richer, essentially. Like, basically, the more attention you have, the more attention potentially you get out of it, out of any right. sort of controversy. And, I mean, that's, I think that's good overall. 
but kind of we've been lacking any of that you know like we're not you know disgruntled marvel employees or something like that and we're really coming up from the bottom and uh, it's been really really hard to navigate um especially because anytime there's drama uh it basically sucks the air out of the room and then it's like hey we're doing something new over here like nobody wants to hear about that they want to hear about what you know heather antos tweeted on easter or something like that right (laughs) and that's and that's and that's been i mean to say that's not been a really big challenge is is would be a lie i mean that's been that's been a problem and we're trying to navigate it and i haven't found the solution yet uh otherwise we'd probably be at 100 percent funding by now so there you go well i will do my best to help i mean that honestly that that's why when you when you reached out to me um you know saying i hear you help with with projects i was in i mean I, that that i forget who recommended i think it was was it umbrella i think who uh, told me to maybe reach out to you. Uh, either that umbrella guy or maybe larry king undead oh my name is larry king yeah i i don't i've been interacting with so many damn people over the last month trying to promote this thing everybody's kind of mashing into one person but that's why i was instantly like yes the show is completely open to you most definitely um you know, if, if I if my little indie show can help indie books, um, I, I I mean I, I've, I've I've had a guest shift change. If you look at the the playlist, it looked like the guests were getting bigger and bigger. I mean, you know, it went from you know booking writers and and screenwriters and animators, and then you know it started being like really crazy awesome voice actors, which I. Oh really? I yeah, I loved being able to talk to them, but my focus for the past couple months has really been the the indie industry of comics. Um, I like what y'all are putting out, and we're we're happy to put it out. (laughs) I just think it it deserves more um, more eyes than it gets most of the time. A lot of the indie studios are putting out cooler stuff than the big houses are, and I think that they should have a fair shot of people getting to know that there's alternatives out there that they might that they might like even more and probably were done a little more earnestly and with a little more heart than what they're used to reading you know so i mean that's kind of been my focus and i i am more than happy to be a part of helping the indie comics community in in any way i can you know well something i will say um we probably had we known we probably would have done Indiegogo instead of Kickstarter. It's not, and it's not because we saw, you know, the success of Drawbreakers or anything. It, it has to do with Kickstarter's algorithm is not really um, friendly to stuff that is not pushing um, social justice. <laughs> if you go to their Magic and you go to their uh, uh, Kickstarter select ones, they're ones that they like they, the the uh, what do they call it? staff picks. Yeah, it's all really um, cringy. Um, social justice stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I remember, like, and, 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 like, anything that has to do with uh, minorities or LGBT or something, that gets staff-picked and that gets prioritized in the algorithm. And I definitely noticed that uh, us, which we're, you know, we're, we're not pushing any of that stuff. We're just pushing a, a fun book with... A uh, fun book. That girls and machine guns. Joy. Yeah. Yeah, we, we got <laughs> completely buried in the algorithm right off the bat. And, uh, th- and that's one of the problems is that, like, I was hoping that, you know, oh, the Kickstarter crowd, you could kind of, you know, because there's people who browse Kickstarter looking to back interesting projects because, you know, this is the kind of one of the only places you could find stuff like this. Right. And uh, the problem is, is that we got buried in the algorithm. So we have had, I think, maybe six backers organically through Kickstarter, which is really pathetic, you know. 
Um, and everybody else has come from either uh, Twitter or YouTube, essentially, from basically me being out here trying to promote this thing. So right. it's been that that was extremely disappointing. And I uh, was basically if we we're gonna, if we were going to do it again, we'd probably shift platforms for that reason. So hey, there you, you go. <laughs> Maybe you should, because yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. Indiegogo. That's usually just more straightforward. Like, back our project, um, Kickstarter, because it's. I don't know because people, just suck that seem to own the internet, um, or the well, places where people want to congregate on the internet. <laughs> like, well, we thought they they curate, so we're like, okay, look, we have a project that's finished, so it's it's guaranteed delivery essentially. We're not saying, oh, here's our concept in five pages. We're saying, no, no, the book is done. We we just need to print it. And then we right. modeled our, you know, we got our, our pictures, and we had a we had a video, and we have all this, you know, we, we basically we followed the templates they asked, and we're like, you know, we're going to nail this, we're going to get the staff pick, it's going to be prioritized, because it's so much better than what else is out there. And it's just, you know, whoever it is at the Kickstarter people, they're like, hmm, can I pick the unfinished project that's overpriced, and but it's social justice or can we pick this, you know other project that everybody will like and they prioritize the social justice one and it's like well what are we going to do thrown we in a train shrug our shoulders you would have been I, number one that's that's what we should have done we should put it in the title like you know innovative uh, lgbtqx <laughs> training yeah, comic write the alphabet it takes up the entire covers cover card for there project. there was one about there was one that launched, I, th I think, a day after or a day before ours, and it was called, like, it, it was, I don't remember what it was called, but it, it was something that the premise was, it was a a graphic novel, which was a Simics, uh, uh, a, and I don't believe it was even finished yet, but it was like a, um, a series of vignettes about what it's like to be a woman of color uh, doing your makeup in the morning or something, and the unique struggles and I was like, "Oh, come on! Like this is this is dumb, right?" And that's been at the top top of the search. In fact, I think today is the only day I didn't actually see it at the top of the search, in terms of like the uh, the magic uh, Kickstarter selection. Yeah. And it's just just like, and I was like, "How on earth is that such a niche thing, getting prioritized over ours, which is you know way more innovative and way more um, for a general audience?" Because it makes um, you look but, woke. Yeah, exactly, and, and you, <laughs> you know, know like, that, that that's been a really, really harsh that that's been a really harsh reality. That basically, like, we can't we can't just smile and do the right thing and then just assume it'll work out. And it's <laughs> that's, yeah, not anymore. You got to have some sort of weird um, checkbox protected class nightmare thing. Yeah, well, we have to figure out how to build our fan base and audience ahead of time. And and I, you know, we we did what we could over the last five years, but it's kind of like until the product was finished it was like we didn't have all that much to present right so um and it's again it's just it's tough when you're not networked to go out there and uh and you know promote so but well, that's you know. definitely why i yeah as soon as i i got that first message from you i was like yes let's do it and i know the scheduling got screwed up um and i apologize for that i think i went back and looked at the messaging and I definitely made it sound like it was supposed to be last weekend. And then God of War came out and I had my calendar written and it just, all my calendar said was God of War weekend. And then I had you and another podcast I'm recording later for this Saturday. Right. So I, when I, when I reached out and I was like, dude, stoked on Saturday. And you were like, 
wait, no, that was last Saturday. And then I started looking, and I was like, oh, it did look like that. That's my bad. Uh, <laughs> it, it happens. That's my bad. But no, I, it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt kind of like a heel, though. I was like, it's all right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here now, so. Yeah, final, <laughs> yeah, final, final stretch. 56 hours left. I so. Well, I will... Um, I will definitely get this episode edited and out to all of the lovely people who listen today. And then any, um, any promotional material you have, you know, like just digital artwork that, that you're putting out to promote it. Um, I'm more than willing to push it. Yeah. There's, there's crap tons on our Twitter. Um, we, I think there's another propaganda poster, uh, pin up dropping later today. It was supposed to drop yesterday, but, I think the artist got delayed or something, but I'm, I'm hoping she'll have it done by today. So we'll have all all four four main girl characters will have their own poster. Um, so that sh- I hope that'll drop later today. Um, so maybe by the time this is up. Um, and then I, I have a press package, but I, honestly, the majority of the stuff we've already put up on the Twitter. So if you want to basically look at the media t- tab for art, I mean, we that's that's where. Tons of it is exactly. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I meant. Like anything you're you're already putting out to promote, I'm more than willing to retweet, share out, and yeah, you know, help you guys along because I I really liked the book. I mean, you sent it to me where I could read it, and I really think a lot of people would like it, and I think it would be a nice breath of fresh air for for comic readers or even non comic readers to just find a project that they can get into that's fun and actually worth putting your time in because you do get satisfaction out of it and that's not it, it, it's not yeah, a well, guarantee if anymore yeah well if you're you're an anime fan the uh the vas are my actually i was i was gonna say mostly but actually all from uh english dubbed anime and they're all fantastic so if that uh interests you at all then this might be something you want to check out as well so there you go so there you go so the the book is column column volume one yep column volume one and there's um, people can find you on uh, Twitter at on Twitter raw blink prod r a w b l i n k p r o d um, productions didn't fit <laughs> so yeah that's that's it um, I'm sure if I'm trying to, I'm trying to think probably one of the better we we've been retweeting stuff I'm maybe you know we never did we never really made a hashtag so I'd say oh search hashtag column but that probably won't help you at all. <laughs> so, but uh, I mean, we could make it happen. I, I guess maybe we'll use that for the rest <laughs> of the weekend. So, yeah, but we're yeah, we're, so we're halfway to our goal. We absolutely need help. And hey, if you're one of those people who are like, oh, well, I think it's going to fail. What's the point? Well, you know what? If you have no risk, then, <laughs> or it says that you have a lower risk of losing your money, then. Well, so done, contribute right? exactly. Well, no, not not just that, but I mean, like, uh, you know, if you if you contribute and then we don't make it you get your money back it's not like you lose your money so there you go right. but, but, uh, but i mean you know the, the advantage of investing in your project is it's already finished this is just, yes yes right this is just the, for the printed version to be available the, the only reason why we don't even have like a full example copy is because basically we want to have the special thanks page for the elite backers and obviously nice. that's got to be its own you know we can't have that till after the project finishes so Right. That's that. I mean, that, but that's literally why it's not like fully formatted yet. Otherwise, otherwise, yeah, it's. it's I mean, you saw the full interior, so there you go. 
the, the full color interior, as I say. <laughs> the full color interior. Once again, I am Tim from Rollblank Productions. You can catch us on Twitter at Rollblank Prod. Uh, I'm sure you'll see stuff from Jason. I'm sure you'll see stuff from other people. Uh, we've got roughly, probably by the time this is up, about 50 hours left in the Kickstarter. Uh, we're about halfway to our goal. We need the help. We really want your support. There's exclusive posters. There's fun artwork you can get. Uh, elite backers are going to get a hardcover. There's a lot of really cool stuff, um, and we would need and would appreciate your support uh, moving forward so we can we can print this thing and get it in your hands. So there you go. Awesome. Yeah, and I can vouch that their reward tiers are really cool and um, better than most uh, for the entry levels for each reward tier. I know some companies do a good job with it and some companies don't. This is definitely a project that did a really cool job with the reward tiers that you can buy into. I, I highly recommend going over there and checking it out today. Please do. Please <laughs> we need do. <to> help. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, man. Well, go. thank you for your time today. Much appreciated, and I'm more than more than thrilled that I'm able to help out in any way. Hey, thrilled to be here, and it was really great talking to you.